0: Let's chat about how to sequence a 20 minute demo class to audition for a teaching position. And if you love freebie downloads, make sure that you listen all the way to the end to find out how to get the one for this episode. I do not own a yoga studio myself, so I can only imagine that the thought process behind these 20 minute demos is for an owner or a hiring manager who wants to get a sense of your teaching abilities before they hire you, but don't want to commit to spending an entire hour on it because you can usually tell within the first few minutes, whether or not it's going to be a fit. The challenge to this is that you can't sequence a full experience in 20 minutes. And many yoga teachers are left wondering what to focus on in such a short period of time. So in today's episode, I'm going to share five tips to help you nail your demo and get the job. The first thing is to make sure that you get as much information as possible about what the studio is looking for. So before you plan your sequence, make sure that you look thoroughly at any information they send you and try to attend at least one class with the person who's going to be evaluating you so that you can get a sense of their own teaching style and their priorities You definitely do not want to copy them or suck up to them, but you can get a sense of what will land well and what will not, and use that to guide which parts of your your own teaching style to play up. For example, if you attend that person's class and they have a strong focus on pranayama, then you can feel comfortable including a 5-minute breathing exercise in your 20-minute demo. But if their focus is primarily on asana for the entire class, then it might not be the best use of your time to emphasize pranayama in your demo. They might be more interested in your ability to cue asana. If you're not able to attend a class with the person who's going to be evaluating you, I think it's worth reaching out to them and asking them directly, what exactly are you looking for? They may or may not respond with useful information, but at the very least, you've made another point of contact with them, and you'll probably stand out as somebody who really cares and is looking to do a good job. Tip number two is to choose one teaching point, theme, or area of the body to focus on and create your sequence that builds around that one thing. When you just have 20 minutes, you need to be really careful about what to include and what to leave out. So please do not try to teach a condensed version of a full class because you'll end up feeling rushed and you will not be exhibiting your full potential. Instead, ask yourself how you can give the people in attendance a mini experience in the amount of time you have available. Your one thing can be physical or it can be mental emotional and which you choose will depend mostly on your personal teaching style as well as the research that you did about the person you're auditioning for or the people you're auditioning for. It's a delicate balance because you really want to make sure that you are staying true to your personal style and your personal beliefs about yoga. And at the same time, you're applying for a job. So what your employer wants matters. If you realize that there is not so much overlap between what you want to teach and what the studio is looking for, The first thing to do is some soul searching about whether or not this studio is really a good fit for you. But if you live somewhere where there aren't a lot of options or you're just starting out and it's hard to get opportunities at all, then it may be worth it to teach somewhere that you like the people, you like what they're offering, even if it's not exactly what you would offer if you created your own studio. Here's what I would do in that case. I would talk primarily about and focus primarily on the things that the studio is interested in. But I would just weave subtle hints about your own priorities and values along with that. Moving on to the third tip, this is one that could really make you stand out in a crowded field. One of the most powerful concepts that I've learned for guiding people through an experience of transformation, whether simple or profound, is the check-recheck. I learned this concept and verbiage from Jill Miller of Yoga Tune-Up, but if you pay attention to high-level teachers and trainers in all industries, you'll start to notice this technique all over the place. The check-recheck creates awareness of the before state and the updated, upgraded experience afterwards. I definitely recommend that you do this at the begin beginning and end of your 20-minute demo, but you can sprinkle mini versions throughout, especially if you have an exercise or practice that you want to share that creates noticeable change in a short period of time. In your 20 minute demo, every second counts. So make sure that each check recheck is strategic and leads to the participants noticing something significant. The check recheck at the beginning and end of your practice will likely be a bit longer than any that you choose to incorporate in the body of the practice. The recheck at the end of the practice can happen either in Shavasana or in lieu of Shavasana. A check recheck can be as simple as notice how your neck and shoulders feel right now before an exercise targeting the neck and shoulders, then bring your attention back to your neck and shoulders and notice any way that they now feel different from before. The check and recheck that you do at the very beginning and end of your practice will be more involved. One of my favorite ways of doing this is to invite students to pay attention to different aspects of their embodied experience. Notice how you're feeling on a physical level. Is there any place in your body that's calling for your attention? How about a place that you don't feel or sense as well? What is the quality of your mind now? Are you more focused, scattered, dull, something else? Can you notice the qualities of mind without stories or judgments? Now pay attention to your emotional state. Are there any feelings present, either subtle or intense? Whatever feelings arise, make space for them. Allow and welcome. And notice any sense of self that is beyond physical, beyond mental, beyond emotions. Pause there. So I would do something like that in the beginning of the practice and then repeat it very similar but organically at the end. Perhaps adding some coaching about noticing the journey, noticing what's different. While it's always important in a 20-minute demo to be mindful of the time anything takes, you also don't want your your participants to feel rushed through the process. So I think it's more effective to do a longer check-recheck at the beginning and end of the practice that you really fully take your time with, rather than insert more of them into the body of the practice if you feel rushed through them. Whether you're going to stick with one or do several will somewhat depend on the style you're supposed to be auditioning for. So check rechecks in the middle of the practice will fit more with a hatha or a yin class than a flow class. Moving on to tip number four, make each moment count by getting clear how each pose, practice, and word contributes to the overall theme or experience that you intend to provide. Once you have a rough draft of your plan, go through and ask yourself how each section contributes to the main idea for your class. Is there anything that seems a bit extra that doesn't contribute meaningfully to your main intention? And if so, can you replace it with something that does? As you evaluate the meaningfulness of different sections, make sure that you get clear on yourself about which parts you'll cut if you get short on time. Time tends to speed up when we teach real people, especially if we're nervous. So notice if there's any sections that repeat or reinforce something you've already taught and mark those as sections that you'll include if you have time or cut if you don't. And it's especially important to have a few of these sections towards the end of your sequence, because that's the moment that you're most likely to realize you're short on time. Finally, tip number five is practice teaching your sequence to real people several times. Guiding yourself through a sequence is awesome, but you won't know the most efficient way to lead others until you do. If you already teach other classes, you could incorporate your 20-minute sequence as part of a larger class, but even better is to teach some friends or family that you can count on to give you honest feedback. Here are some things you can ask your friends and family after the practice. Are my instructions clear? Were you confused at any point throughout the sequence? How was the pace? Did anything feel rushed? Were there any parts that felt like they went on too long? What was the theme or the intention for the sequence? How did you feel at the end of the practice? As you listen to their answers, try to discern the difference between an opinion and information. For the exact same practice, some participants might feel that you held poses too long, while others will feel that you didn't hold them long enough. Sometimes the very positive experience that they had at the end of class happened because you pushed them a little bit during class. So you want to take the entire class experience in context and multiple people's perspectives. Okay, I have one final bonus tip. When you walk into the room, tell yourself that whether you get the job or not, you are going to give the people who you're teaching your full attention for 20 minutes, and you are going to grow in the process. Know that if you're not able to achieve one or more of the tips that I shared today prior to showing up to teaching, that is okay. Allow yourself to be imperfect in progress. Show up as yourself pay attention to the people in the room and teach your heart out the best way that you know how. This is the yoga of action as taught in the Bhagavad Gita. Do the best you can and let go of the results of those actions. To quickly recap the five tips, one, do your research, be clear on what the studio is expecting and take a class with the person who will be evaluating you if possible. Two, choose one thing to focus on And make sure everything in your sequence reinforces that one teaching point. Three, guide your students through noticing their transformation by doing a check recheck at the beginning and end of the session. Four, make each moment count by getting clear on how each pose, practice, and word you say contributes to the overall theme or experience that you intend to provide. And five, Practice teaching your sequence to real people and decide ahead of time which parts you're going to cut out if you run short on time. Bonus tip, once you show up to the audition, do your best to let go of the result and do the best you can for the people in front of you. Okay, I hope that was helpful. I hope you take these tips, add your own spin, and blow them away with your teaching audition. If you end up using any of these tips, I really want to hear about it. So you can let me know by emailing me at yogateacher at gmail.com or come to the yoga teacher resource Facebook group and let me know. If you're not a member, you can join at teachingyoga.net slash join. I've also created a easy, quick cheat sheet download for those of you listening who weren't able to take notes in order to get it. You do have to be on my email list. So if you're already on it, you're covered. I'll include a link to the download in the email about this episode. If not, use the same link as for the Facebook group to sign up. Teachingyoga.net slash join has links both for the email list and the Facebook group. That is all for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening and thank you for the work that you do in the world. As you focus on helping others, make sure you're also taking care of yourself making space for your personal practice, whatever that looks like. I hope you know that there's no external evaluation of what your personal practice should look like. It is up to you to figure out what nurtures you, fills your cup, and helps you connect with the place inside that needs nothing.